This episode is full of spoilers and contains some not-so-super language. Welcome to the Void. I'm Dave Michaels. I'm Brian Betts. And we are the Cape Podcasters. We're going to journey into mystery today, baby. I love that. Loki episode number five. It is called Journey Into Mystery. It's a great comic callback. I mean, that is, that's a huge one. Absolutely it is. And the show once again delivers and ups the ante as we're heading into the finale, which is next week. Oh, do I get to use the word? This is the penultimate episode. It's your favorite word. I know it. I'm love, not going to take that away from you. Love penultimate. As you probably read in the show description already, because I get to write that <laughs> in the future or in the past for you. But none of it matters because time is all fucky. It is all fucky in podcast land time. Yeah. Also in the show. That is very true. Let's just get right into this thing because a lot happens, but also not a lot happens. But yeah. man, we're setting up the finale, baby. Penultimate. We sure are. Lots of setting up. This thing starts off with the Marvel fanfare. Giacchino is back. It's not confusing whenever they do it. I know what I'm getting into. Exactly. I'm like, hey, this is two weeks in a row that I know what's going to happen next. The show's going to start. We get this crazy flippy cam as it goes down a hallway. It's saying like, hey, man, world's all flippy. You're flippy too. Shit's happening, you know, but in a weird way. Right. And it goes to the, the elevator. It opens up and... Yeah, we get to see the head of like the time one of the timekeepers, the robot one, just right. laying there, and then we get all smoked over, and then we get introduced to the land of the pruned, the void. Whatever you might want to call it. We're at the place where all of the the zapped away people end up. Loki land. It is a lot of Lokis. There's so many Lokis. It's an insane amount of Lokis. We get reintroduced to classic Loki, boastful Loki, kid Loki, and Alligator Loki? Alligator Loki. <laughs> Is that what we're calling him? I like that. They're not quite sure if Alligator Loki's really a Loki. But or he's, he's just wearing a hat. He's green. So. <laughs> for the most part. So good. Back at the TVA, leaving Loki land for a hot second, Sylvie wants her answers from Ravona. That's right. And she's, she's going to get them one way or another. She's threatening to, to send her to the land of the, of the prunes. <laughs> And Ravona's like, hey, listen, I don't know what's going on either, and I'm with you. We got to find out what's happening here. This is insane. We find out that pruning you does send you to, like, the end of time, where everything just kind of collides and then eventually stops. Yeah, yeah. Which is weird, because it seems like all the other Lokis have been living within this void, this potential timeline. I don't know. They say that they've been there for a long time, which, just by saying that, says that time exists within this space. But I don't understand, and I don't know if I'm meant to. I don't. I don't think you're supposed to understand how this place works. It's just you know, it's there. And it's there. It's there, and it's wild, and it's crazy. That's the end of time, kids. where there's Loki. no time, and who <laughs> oh boy, to prove that uh, she she's trustworthy. Ravona hands Sylvie the tempad. Says, "See, look, would I give you this if I wasn't super trustworthy?" And everybody's like, "Oh yeah, maybe she is good now. We all trust her for sure." 
Well, the ladies are kind of trying to figure out their alliance, allegiance. I don't know what it might be at this point. Who knows? In Pruneland, the Lokis have a really, really good plan. Don't die. Solid as far as plans <laughs> Seems go. Seems to be as far as they've gotten. Don't die. <laughs> hey, let's just survive. It's what Lokis do. It is what Lokis do. Kid Loki kind of gets a little boastful here saying that his Nexus event was killing Thor, which is something I wish we saw. Uh, I I think he's lying, personally. Why? Um, Because, well, in the comics, Kid Loki is like the best of the Lokis. He's a good Loki. Right. So why would he kill his brother? One of those type yeah. of situations? Yeah. That's fair. Also, I mean, like, you say something like that, all the other Lokis are going to be like, oh, shit, this kid's for real. Let's not kill him. Let's keep him around. That's a good point. He kind of like leads in a way, too. He, is, he says that he's the king. He's the king of the Lokis. Which is something, I suppose, if you're going to be king of yourself, then uh, go for it. Uh, yeah. King, king of the Lokis at the end of time, where all the Lokis <laughs> hang out. <laughs> exactly. We get to see a cool Thanos copter. Uh, there are so many Easter eggs in this scene. It's uh-huh. absolutely bonkers. There's the head of the Living Tribunal is, is just hanging out. That one blew my mind. And... Yeah, there's there's a lot, a lot, but the Thanos copter. It's pretty excellent. It's all crashed. Then they go into this lost-like hatch. A lot of lost callbacks, I feel like, in this episode, because there's also like a demon cloud. Yeah, there's there's a big smoke monster. There is. The difference between the, the, this smoke monster and the lost smoke monster is this one gets explained. It That's sure pretty does. awesome. And it's they purple. J.J. Abrams, Damon Lindelof cowered out of it. <laughs> Lokis are going to go down this hatch into their Loki hideout, and we get to see Throg and Mjolnir underground. Phenomenal. Just Throg in a jar. I love it so much. It made me really happy. After showing us alligator Loki, now we, we know there's more animal Marvel characters out there. Throg's a biggie, and Throg also, not to spoil things, Throg has recently come back in Donny Kate's Thor run as well. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's fun. It's more reason to read it. Back at the TVA, Miss Minutes is suggesting that Ravona and Sylvie use the Void spacecraft to get through the Void at the end of time. I like how Miss Minutes is sitting there, like with actual files that she's sorting through, trying to find things. Like, I'm almost there. Got to find that Void spacecraft. And Sylvie's like, that sounds made up. Well, they're like shaking hands, too, and it's way too long of a handshake. Yeah. She's like, oh, you almost got it? Uh, Just a few more seconds. Cool. Uh, Let's keep shaking hands. This isn't weird at all. This isn't suspicious. Remember how trustworthy I was when I gave you the temp pad? See, this is forming an alliance. We sure are. Also, the guards show up because she was just buying time. Yeah, Miss Minutes, definitely a sentient character here. Oh, without a doubt, she's lying. Which is that phenomenal. all the rules of robotics. I need to know more about Miss Minutes. I don't care about who's running the TVA. I need to know the story behind Miss Minutes. We need a spinoff show of that. Oh, 100%. I would watch all of the Miss Minutes stuff. Sylvie's got to go hide because now the guards are there and Ravona's like, hey, come out, come out wherever you are. I yeah. won't hurt you. I promise. And Sylvie goes, eh, I don't believe you for... All the reasons we just said. <laughs> All of them. The, the spacecraft, the void spacecraft, are you out of your mind? Do you have a That's cartoon character had? lying for you? Uh, no, I'm, I don't trust you at all. Right. So she, naturally, she just prunes herself. You know, if you're trying to get to the end of time and somebody told you that's how you do it, you've got the equipment. You might as well. I'm pretty sure her line here, she stood up and it was very dramatic. She said, six o'clock TV hour. <laughs> you don't want to take it from there? <laughs> Oh, if I knew more of the words of that song, 
Sure. Leonard Bernstein, and then she pruned herself. There that's, you go. That's great. Starts with an earthquake. <laughs> Birds and snakes, aeroplanes. See, I could do the beginning. But you're right. We are going to go back to the end of the world as we know it. And the Lokis are drinking their wine in their hideout, and they're talking about their pasts. It's like a boxed wine, too, which is, I think is a very Loki thing to drink. It's Rock's wine. That's right, which is not a good name for anything. It's phenomenal, and I love it. I have to imagine that, like, a magic eraser in the end of the world, like the commercial for it, yeah. how you see, like, a Loki, like, drawing with a crayon. Kid Loki's got a purple crayon. He's running all over those walls and whatnot. And you see, <laughs> you see classic Loki show up, and he's like, oh, I need to get that off the wall because we can't have that here. But you can't call it a magic eraser because that's TM, TM. Uh, I'm going to call this rocks off. Got to get my rocks Gotta off. Got to get my rocks off. I like it, actually. <laughs> Anything branded rocks on, I'm in. Especially if it's, <laughs> if it's a pun with rocks off. I like that a lot, actually. Well, that's why when you had Loki Miyagi, when he popped up in this thing and he was saying rocks on, rocks off, it yeah. was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. That's a... a a perfect reference, if I've ever heard one. <laughs> Nailed it. Crushed it. <laughs> Boastful Loki claims that he's killed Cap and Iron Man, and he collected all six Infinity Stones. And Loki Prime is like, yeah, sure. All right, bud. They're just all lying. Every everybody one of them. <laughs> is just telling bigger stories than the person before them. I do believe classic Loki. I 100% believe classic Loki. He says that he avoided death at the hands of Thanos, and he hid in deep space alone for a long-ass time. He avoided death via Thanos, as we saw in the beginning of Infinity War, right. by conjuring a projection that even, even fooled the Mad Titan. I love that they used Mad Titan. And I love how it kind of just rewrote the beginning of Infinity War. Yeah. Which is amazing, because yeah, attacking Thanos with a dagger is a stupid move. It's a very dumb plan, but our Loki loves his daggers. He sure does. And they look cool. They do look cool. <laughs> Classic Loki says... He missed people, which is wild. That is wild. He also missed his brother, and the second he attempted to leave this planet, the TVA got him. Yep. You know, you can stay alone for a long time and not cause any Nexus events, but as soon as you try to go see people again, they're going to find you. You Nexus up. You can't do that. <laughs> you done next up. But I also love, I, I kind of like this nickname a lot more than the God of Mischief, how he says Lokis have but one part to play, the God of Outcasts. Yeah, that's very Which good. Which is really good. It's very good. And it's it's clever. It is very clever. A hell of a lot more clever than Loki, actual Loki, Tom Hiddleston Loki, Loki Prime. His plan. He says, see that big angry cloud, Alioth? I'm going to kill it. He's going to go <laughs> kill it. If it lives, it could also die, right? Is that yeah. how we're playing this? Sure, sure. That, that makes sense. I've only met a bunch of immortals. This shouldn't be hard at all. This is fine. You know, like, it's a cloud. How hard could it be to kill? The other Lokis laugh at him, as they should. Yeah, it's hilarious. And he says, screw you guys, I'm going to go fight the cloud. Like a angry Abe Simpson, I feel like, <laughs> who just lost a file that he wanted to keep. <laughs> he opens up the hatch. We got more Lokis just standing there. So many more Lokis. President Loki. President Loki, which is great because he's Tom Hiddleston Loki. Oh, yeah. So in all the previews, it's like, all right, so at some point, our Loki's going to become president. How's that going to happen? Awesome. Exactly. And now he's just face-to-face -face with another Loki who is president. So now we have King Loki, King Kid Loki, and President Loki. So who's really in charge? The hierarchy here. It's just all over the place. I like that we have different like groups of Lokis that have 
all picked their own leader, and now they're warring factions with each other. <laughs> it's not even a civil war for the most part. It's I a don't self even know war. what to call. It. It's like a Freudian war. Yeah, you know, it might be like a a war of the id or something like that. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, the super ego. Yeah, and Loki has super ego, if nothing else. I mean, if he had an actual super name, that would be it. Sylvie's gonna wake up because now she's alive again. She's in the she void. Wakes up in like a bus or whatever it might be. <laughs> she can't believe that she's alive for the most part. She gets out of this bus and she gets attacked by the evil cloud. Purple Allie cloud off. is here to get her. But then she sees a car kind of drive up and it's got a big old piece of slice on the top. Naturally, it's Mobius. Of course it He's is. Back, baby. Oh wow. I'll allow it. We're in the void. Yeah, we're in the void. Uh, no rules in the void. Can't buzz me in the void, bro. Foggy's got to prune himself to get there. <laughs> An interesting thing happens while Sylvie's running toward the pizza car because the the big purple cloud is trying to get her and she tries to enchant it. And for a brief moment, she can read Alioth's mind. It's very interesting because we get to see the brief moments as well. A huge, just a real quick flash. And I did not pause or look at it or anything like that, but it is sentient. It is absolutely sentient. Back at the Loki cave, it turns out that boastful Loki gave away the location to President Loki for supplies. Right, because he's also a Loki, don't forget. Right, and in turn, he was going to become the new president. But then President Loki's like, no, that's not how that's going to work. We're just here to take your supplies. We're going to kill you, and then we're going to leave. And then I'm the true president. And then all the other Lokis turn on President Loki, because again... Loki's. They're Loki's. They're all Loki's. That's right. I love that our Loki is in the background just embarrassed. He's like, you guys are all so predictable. This is <laughs> this is exhausting. I suck. What you guys need is some character development. You should have gotten captured earlier and lived within the TVA and had your own emotional journey. Yeah. In the last and day, then you could day be or me two. Wearing a tie. It'd be great. <laughs> that's how you know character development happens. He's wearing a tie. I feel like that's like the punchline of a John Mulaney joke of like, now he's wearing a tie to show that time had passed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Even though his joke, it's glasses, but glasses. still, so good. <laughs> Go listen to John Mulaney stand-up. So, so good. Always good. So there's going to be a giant Loki brawl. Just all the Lokis fighting each other, including Alligator Loki, who's going to bite off President Loki's hand, which I which think is, is amazing. a great callback because Tom Hiddleston played Hook in some animated show did he really yeah <laughs> dustin hoffman's my hook oh of course this is this is like animated for for disney plus it's like a captain hook origin story i don't need that yeah but it's got tom hiddleston in it, and he <laughs> right. sings great can't wait to hear that i love his reaction after he gets his hand bit off because he's like it's <laughs> <laughs> great it's so good it's so Oh, it's so good. Just how it comes out of nowhere. It's over the top for sure. And you can already find it on the internet on loop. I don't doubt that one bit. <laughs> they got to get out of this situation. Classic Loki's going to cast some projections there to be all screwy with there. And then they just green portal out of there. Green portal, I guess, is good. I guess they can do that. Yeah, I, I suppose so. Uh, classic Loki is like the Rick Sanchez of the Lokis. That's right. He just makes a green portal <laughs> and they escape. And that's how it works. They decide they're going to help Loki. Get to Alioth, but they're not going any farther because that's insane. Yeah, this is a suicide mission. We'll help you get there, but that's it. Back in the pizza car, Mobius, he's going to apologize to Sylvie for hunting her. And she's like, thanks? (laughs) (laughs) But he tells her, like, listen, 
I like you. I like Loki. I'm looking for the truth. I feel like I've been lied to a lot. I like that, though. He just comes down, levels, says, I got lied to also. I got nothing to lose at this point. Just by helping you. Let's do it. Mobius is definitely just like the Loki whisperer. That's so good. I want to watch him just like walk up to all the Lokis and just like pet their face and and put the weird sack over their face that horses eat out of. (laughs) And he just says, it's all going to be okay. Wow. (laughs) Nailed it. Unlimited wows. We're, We're in the void. We are in the void. Sylvie tells Mobius that they need to drive back to the angry cloud because she thinks that's the answer. She's like, whoever's running the TVA is hiding past whatever this void is. And to get there, we need to get past Big Purple Smoke Monster. I like how Mobius doesn't even hesitate too long. He's just like, all right, Fine. let's do this. We're already here at the end of time. <laughs> if I must. I like that the whole time we're in this void, there's just stuff randomly falling from the sky all the time. Just timelines getting pruned left and right and things. Something fell that was really, really big. And I even, this is the only time I rewound it to see what it was. And I still couldn't tell what it was. Yeah. I have no idea what it was. Just things were falling. I don't think it matters all that much. It was in the deep background, but still. Yeah. I did see the USS Eldridge fall out of the sky as you were supposed to. Because it it was a part of this story briefly. Yeah. uh, Wow. That is a wonderful joke. It's really good. It is on par with D.B. Cooper. It really is. And, man. It's the Philadelphia Experiment. USS Eldridge. Exactly. It was a hoax where they said, no, this boat could disappear. (laughs) It goes invisible. We could teleport this bitch. Watch. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And that is a wonderful gag. It's so good. I love the little historical bits that they included in this show. We still have time for more. Maybe. We sure do. I hope we get some more. But this boat's going to fight the cloud, and it's going to lose. It's going to lose. Badly. <laughs> miserably. And and now Loki's finally like, all right, maybe I won't fight the cloud. I did not know the cloud could do that, Yeah. and my plan might be bad. So like, I know you guys were saying it's silly to try to fight the cloud, and you're like, we need to get out of here now, or the cloud's going to kill me. But I just thought I could probably beat the cloud. It's not the case. Well, luckily now that his plan has sort of failed or backfired... Or he chickened out of it. He bravely ran away from it. (laughs) Sylvia and Mobius pull up in the pizza car and they reunite. Everyone's like, hey, do you guys have a plan? (laughs) Do you have a plan? (laughs) Hopefully somebody has a plan here. I like that Kid Loki's like, car's coming. It's usually cannibals. (laughs) So they hang out and wait. And luckily it's Mobius and Sylvie. I would like to see cannibal Loki. I don't know if I do. I think it would be great to watch. Him just walk up with just like, a, an actual human leg and he's just gnawing on it <laughs> and it's definitely a loki leg like it's got a green boot without on a it. doubt <laughs> i like mobius is like wow you throw a rock you hit a, a loki around here it's so good loki survive it's what they do best and what ravona does best is be shady because back at the tva she opens up a weird secret door in the theater that we came to know and love as the place where Loki got imprisoned and he saw the bad stuff on the projection. So maybe yeah. we don't love it. Maybe, yeah, I mean, maybe we don't love it. It's definitely a place. It is a place and it's holding B-15. And B-15's like, hey, why am I here? Yeah, what's, what's the deal? Ravona's like, you connected with the lady Loki. You got to tell me what you saw. B-15's like, everyone's a liar. Everyone's a liar here. Come on. You're you a liar. know this also. I was a liar until I found out the truth. Everyone's lying. Everyone is a variant. Probably you too. Probably you too. And B-15 calls around and says, hey, I think I'm on to you because it seems like you want to know how this all started too. Yeah. 
But the difference between her and Sylvie, Ravona wants to know, Sylvie needs to know. B-15 crushing it. Crushing it. And, And in this moment, I was like, yes, I love Hunter B-15 so much. She's very good. I was a little apprehensive about her when we first met her. She's oh, a yeah. too by the book for me. Yeah. I like how they actually dug a little bit deeper there. She had a, a quick turnaround once she saw the real path. The truth. The truth. She was enlightened. Back in the void, Sylvie's plan is to enchant the giant angry cloud. And Loki, whose original plan was to kill it, thinks, that's insane. <laughs> I like how Sylvie doesn't even blink, though. And Moby's like, no, she's pretty confident she could do this. And everyone's like, all right. Okay. I guess Good enough for me. Guess we're doing it then. Mobius tells all the Lokis that he wants to get the truth out. So his plan is to go back to the TVA and burn it down to the ground. I like it. It's I like how Mobius excellent. is just all for it now. He instantly switched from, from like being the most by the books guy to the fuck with this place. Well, it seems like the most rational person that's ever existed. Yeah. Because he's just sitting there going like, you lied to me? Okay, burn it down. Like, that seems to be the way to solve this problem. That's, that's super rational. You're right. Well, it is also because even earlier on, Loki couldn't fool him. Right. About anything. Right. He never got one over on him. And he always kind of had, like, his detective hat on and ready. And the second that he heard something that made sense and was rational, instant flip of the switch. Didn't question yeah. anymore. There's, like, no cynicism built into him, into his character. That's true. And damn it if Owen Wilson isn't absolutely crushing it. He really is. I'm so happy he survived that Drillbit Taylor debacle <laughs> to give us this. Yeah. Loki and Sylvie talk. Uh, they, have, they have a discussion about their awkward moment back on Lamentis and, and how Mobius has got to be wrong about what caused their Nexus event. Because, I mean, that'd be silly to be in, <laughs> in be love silly. with myself. <laughs> Loki conjures up a, a large blanket for them to share. It's getting all cozy and snug together. And Sylvie finally says, thank you, and lets her guard down. She, like, earnestly says it, though. Oh, That's, yeah. like, the difference there. It's not, like, a sarcastic, like, oh, thanks, dick. Right. She's, like, she's, she's actually, like, honest. thank you. She lets yeah. the guard down, and she even shows it right away after that because she asks Loki, like, how do I know you're not going to betray me? Like, we're Lokis. This is what we do. Exactly. How do I know you're not going to? And he assures her that he is a changed person. Which we don't know if that's true or not. Right. We, we really don't know. Like, it feels like he's telling the truth, but you never really know. You never know. But then I feel like he kind of cements that he is probably telling the truth because he says, when all this is over, I don't know what I'm going to do. You don't know what you're going to do. But let's find out what we're going to do. Let's do it together. Aw. It is aw. It is very aw. Mobius is going to invite Loki, Kid Loki, and Old Loki to come back with him to, you know, destroy the TVA. <laughs> Loki, first, he refuses. He's like, no, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to fight with Sylvie, which expected, but also like mm, weird. Is it though? I feel like I, no, no, it, it makes the most sense given his character arc in the last five episodes. I feel like this is what he has to do because he also understands there's nothing at the TVA that's going to help them at this point. Right. He watched the timekeepers, quote unquote, die. That's true. Mobius doesn't even know that yet. Unless Sylvie told him, but then it would have been off screen, and that seems silly. So That seems silly. Yeah. I don't think that's the case at all. So I think Mobius has his own bone to pick with his past employer or yeah. his current employer. I don't know how it works. I don't know how time works. I feel like once you get pruned, you're no longer employed. Exactly. But uh, Loki seems to say, 
this is how I got to do it. I got to be here. This seems like the most logical way we're going to get to an end. Yeah. Classic Loki, kid Loki, and alligator Loki. I love, they keep panning to alligator Loki for reaction shots, <laughs> and it's just the funniest thing. It's a very good choice. It's so good. Uh, the three of them are going to stay in the void because it's their home. They're like, we've, we've come to know this place really well, and we, we belong here. Kid Loki's going to give Loki Prime a sword, though, and it's kick-ass. It is a really kick-ass golden dagger sword thing. It's somewhere in between the length of a dagger and a sword. And Sylvie's going to give Mobius the tempad to get out of there? Yeah. And Loki's got feelings. He sure does. And now I got feelings. Loki's got friends for like the first time ever. Loki calls him a friend. Yeah. And it hits you so hard. Oh, they hug it out. And it is they a moment. do. Jeremy Piven style. Hug it out, bitch. <laughs> but I also love how over Loki's shoulder, Mobius says, Sylvie, you know you're my favorite, right? So good. Which is wonderful because it hits Sylvie dead in the heart, too. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, this is so warm and fuzzy. Now let's do something horrible. <laughs> because Mobius portals himself out of there. Loki says, I got to create a distraction. I'm going to go charge the big angry cloud and see what happens. So Sylvie can get to enchanting this thing. And it works briefly for until a, the clouds is like, wait a second, something's touching my butt. <laughs> Did you touch my ass? Did you just touch my ass? <laughs> so the cloud turns back towards its cloud butt with its mouth, its face thing. And it's like, what, what are you doing back there, lady? Why, why are you with the green and the touching of the glowing the green? Buttocks? I don't even I don't care like about it. this guy with the kid's sword that's on fire. I'm more interested about what you're doing with my butt. And then classic Loki's like, don't worry about your butt. Look at me. I Look love at me instead. This. Classic and Loki. Classic fucking Loki. Richard E. fucking Grant. Oh, he's putting on a show. Oh, my God. There was a, a lot of hype around him even signing on to be on the show. Yeah. Because of just how good of an actor he is. Phenomenal. And this is why. He delivers. He big time delivers. And he delivers within the story, too, because he conjures up a projection of Asgard as a whole. It blew my mind. That he could even do it. And even Loki's just like, ah, I didn't know we could do that. <laughs> and they realize, like, maybe we're stronger than we think we are as Lokis. Yeah. And that is pretty cool, too, because you pretty much show what a Loki could be. Yeah. He, he is projecting a realm. And the cloud monster's like, I'm going to eat that projection. It looks delicious. And it starts trying to, <laughs> nom, 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 but there's nothing there. There's nothing there. it's just a projection. Exactly. And for some reason, as he doesn't eat the projection, Classic Loki starts losing it. I don't understand how this works. Seems like it, I mean, maybe we've all stood in front of projectors before. It would probably just reflect onto you or something. I don't know how this works. I don't don't, care how it works. It's a great moment. It's it's amazing. It's amazing. Shut up about this moment. It's great. It's a fantastic moment. And how dare you say otherwise? After Classic Loki loses the projection, he realizes this is it. Yeah. This is my moment. I I think he knew that. I got to take one for the team. And he just stands there and he loves it. He loves his life. He's so thrilled that he gets to do this. And he probably maybe won't die. Who knows? Right. I don't, you know. We don't know how Loki's work. There's something about him that's like, hey, I, this, if this is how I go, cool. I will martyr myself to save the Lokis and possibly the entire timeline in the history of the world. Also, maybe I'm also conjuring uh, my own visage as a- Who knows? You know, he, he uh, escaped the Mad Titan the same way. It's true. So. Alioth is going to charge him and it's going to, quote unquote, probably eat 
the uh, classic Loki. Sure seems like see it. the the horned helmet fall down. It's a wonderful vision, but at the same time, Loki and Sylvie, they're touching the butt. They're Again. touching the butt, and now they're also holding hands. They sure are. So they're like double enchanting, and Loki's like, I don't know how to enchant. And so he's like, Yes, you do, because we're the same. We're the same. Which is a nice acknowledgement that you guys broke the timeline. Yeah. Just it's, admit it. <laughs> we're the same is really cool in that moment until you start thinking about, wait a minute, you two were trying to do the... Uh... It's only weird if you make it weird, Brian. That's true. It's only weird if you make it weird. Alioth says nothing because he's a fucking cloud, but he starts charging at them to <laughs> eat them, and like at the last second, he turns green. He turns green. That's how you know he got enchanted. He's done been enchanted. And they it, did it. The clouds separate, and past Alioth is this castle that's just sitting there in the middle of these other colored clouds, and uh, Loki and Sylvie start walking toward it. And that's how this episode ends. Oh. You're setting up them going into like the boss stage exactly. of this show, and it's so perfect. This show is just probably one of the best things Marvel's put out. Hard stop. It is phenomenal. I like that. Every week, we've slowed down more, but it's been better. I completely agree with you there. Next week, I do not anticipate anything slow happening. I agree. And who knows how long the episode will be, because it feels like there's still a lot to wrap up. There is a lot to wrap up. And I think next week, I know that we're not supposed to meet Kang until Quantumania. (laughs) I got a really good feeling. Yeah. Like in the in that the he's gonna be popping up soul, next week. some version of Kang the Conqueror will will be visible next week. Whether it's Kang or it's a Mortis or it's just regular old Nathaniel Richards, it won't be that. It won't be that. <laughs> but, it definitely will not be that. But we are definitely gonna see Jonathan Majors in one way or another. I'm convinced of it at this point, especially because when they said Alioth, Alioth is not in a lot of comics. But when it is, but it's, it's with Kang. It's, uh, it's usually against Kang, so interesting yeah. twist to have it defending Kang, possibly. They like doing that, though, with Marvel. They oh, like yeah. to kind of Flip throw it on the story up in the air and for just the MCU. change it just to make the story make sense. Yeah. So we're both on Team Kang, huh? Oh, big time. Uh, okay. At this point, the only thing they could do other than that is if it's another Loki, and that would just be like, all right, we get it. You guys hired a bunch of Rick and Morty writers. <laughs> <laughs> That wouldn't be the worst thing. It, honestly, if it was Loki, I wouldn't be disappointed. But I, I would be like, you really played that Kang card pretty hard. But they also played the Mephisto card pretty damn hard with WandaVision. They, they threw did. us for a loop. Uh, I don't know if you noticed while they were going, speaking of Easter eggs in the void, when they went past Stark Tower, it was actually Kang Tower. I did not notice it. The Q-W-E-N, or Q-E-N-G. Okay. Which is, which is what... Um, when Nathaniel Richards took over, when he bought Stark Tower from Tony Stark, that's what he named it, was Kang Enterprises. Can you imagine if they did Nathaniel Richards? It would break everybody. I mean, <laughs> it's wild. Just, you feel like you know where it's going, and that's where I start to get nervous. That you might be right? Yeah, no, not that, not that I might be right, but like, like it feels too set in stone. Like, they're going to do something. Well, I mean, they have to do something. You can't end a series on a cliffhanger well, no, unless no, no. you're planning a season two. Uh, or um, a multiverse of madness, perchance. Which is, I mean, that's coming. We know that. Yeah. And I like how we the timeline is still very, 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 very broken. Super broken. Don't forget how broken this timeline has been now. Never been more broken. episodes. 
it seems like this show is purposely not letting you remember that, though. Yeah. Which is an interesting thing, because there does not seem to be a lot of concern about the broken timeline. Right. So I wonder how that's going to actually come back. Yeah. It or if they're just going to leave it and it, let Doctor Strange figure it out. Maybe. Maybe. It felt at the time like they were setting it up as that was just Sylvie's way of emptying out the TVA so she could get to the elevator. But That's interesting. That makes sense, too. But who knows? Who knows? Lots of branches. There are so many branches. I cannot wait for next week. I'm super excited. Until then, thank you for listening. Uh, Be sure to rate, review, subscribe wherever you're listening to us right now. Click that button. You can like and follow our assorted social media at Kate Podcasters. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, everywhere. Go check out our Patreon for our exclusive not-so-super movies. This month, we're doing Chasing Amy. It's a really fun episode. It's a lot of fun. And there's a, there's a little new segment appearing there that is- a, There sure is. Going to be making its way to the main channel, but if, you, if you're a patron, you get a sneak preview of that. It's extremely good. It's extremely fun to do and put together already. Yeah. Uh, for two- White straight guys talking about uh, an LGBTQ movie. <laughs> Romance. Where we have no business talking about it. No, no, not at all. Nailed it. <laughs> I feel like we did a good job. I hope we did a good job. It was a tricky one, too, just because that probably could have ended up on the main channel. It probably could have. It, yeah. It's comic but, I mean, book you, adjacent. Yeah. Well, it's a, I mean, it's a movie about comic books. It's right. not a comic book movie. That's the. Yeah, we were being a little nitpicky, weren't we? A little bit, but you know what? There's a whole big view universe that, you know, who knows? Stay tuned. Who knows? Exactly. We'll get there. We'll see where that Maybe. goes. Maybe. Question mark. Since we are going into the finale next week, I'm sure everybody's got their theories and everyone wants to talk about this show. Yes. Do not post anything publicly about this show on any of our pages or just anywhere in general. Don't be that guy. Don't be. Yeah. Don't do that. Also, same stands for Black Widow. We know oh, definitely that the just Black came Widow out. Well. Keep keep your opinions on that to uh, the DMs. I won't say to yourself, but to the DMs. I love how Marvel came out last week with the whole "Oh, protect the sacred timeline." Don't have any spoilers, <laughs> and then like on Friday they were talking about things that happened in the episode. Yeah, the, the official Marvel account has been the most spoilery thing I've uh-huh. seen on the internet so far. So maybe unfollow them briefly for, if you must. for a hot minute. <laughs> things will get spoiled. Yeah, that's a promise. But if you have anything you want to say about this show that you want us to talk about on the finale episode next week, you can private message us, Brian and myself, send a message to K-Podcasters on Facebook. Don't post it publicly on Facebook. Just send it directly to us. Or you can email us at kpodcasters at gmail.com. That's right. Slide into the DMs. Slide into them. Just like Loki wants to do into himself. <laughs> it's only weird if you make it weird. Yeah, That's a very good point. You got anything else, Brian? I got nothing. Fantastic. Next week, we got the finale, episode number six of Loki. We'll see you then.